Welcome to the podcast, Moving Through Fear, where we explore the role fear has in leading us toward what's most important. I'm Craig Strong, photographer, inventor, and co-founder of Lens Baby Inc. Along the way, I've met a lot of amazing people who've learned a great deal about how to live life well. In these one-on-one conversations, we explore the role fear and negative emotions have played in, of all things, making life better. Anytime I have a chance to talk with Kathleen Clemens, I take it because Kathleen has learned a ton from going from being an amateur, a beginner in photography to being a master. And in our conversation here today, we explore that journey. We explore some of the things that she has to offer to each of us as she is teaching us to see and teaching us to find our thing and teaching us when to recognize that it's a wide open day. Craig Strong with Lens Baby here to talk with Kathleen Clemens. Kathleen is a flower photographer and teacher extraordinaire living in Harpswell, Maine. Kathleen has embraced life like few people I've known, and she's here to explore the ideas of fear and growth and life and who knows what's coming uh, with me and with us. Um, Lens Baby's mission statement is we empower artists to move through fear to discover extraordinary creative freedom. Hi, Kathleen. Hello. So I want to know for with you, you I, I put this query out to you to see if you'd want to talk about this mission statement and how it's uh, played out in your life. Right. Uh, that fear has brought good things, which is uh, an interesting concept. Um, and you jumped at that opportunity. So tell me, uh, why does this statement about moving through fear resonate with you? Oh, gosh, I I think um, for for several different reasons, Craig, I think when when anyone first picks up a camera or first starts, there's a lot of fear. You know, you don't want to show your images to anybody, first of all, because, <laughs> you you know, you don't know what you're doing. And and as you learn, I think um, you start to get a little more brave and you start to share with family. And of course, your family thinks your images are wonderful <laughs> right <laughs> off the bat. But then, you know, when you, you get a little more confidence and um, you start thinking about, well, maybe I'll, I'll start, you know, sharing them online or I'll, I'll start an Instagram page. And um, but it's it's all so scary because you don't have the confidence when you first start out. You know, you you um, you've, you've really gotten no honest feedback on your work because <laughs> family doesn't count. Um, and, and I think I think that's all. I mean, there's that kind of fear. There's the fear of, you know, do I know what I'm doing? Do I, do I know what to do with this particular lens? Um, you know, is anybody else going to like my stuff? Um, fortunately, when by the time you're my age, that fear is completely gone. Because right now, the only person that my work needs to please is me. Do I like it when other people like my work too? Yeah, of course, everyone would like that. But, um, but that fear, um, you know, I've been, I've been shooting for quite a while now. That, that fear is completely gone. And I think that allows me more freedom to experiment. You know, I'm, I'm doing this whole route right now with frozen flowers. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I didn't share my images in the beginning. I had that same fear. I didn't know if they were any good. And I really had no clue what I was doing with the process. Um, and so I, you know, I gave myself the gift of time, which is what I 
I tell my students to do. Give yourself the gift of time, time to learn, time to make mistakes, time to succeed. And, and, and I think that that will help that, that fear go away and give you more confidence. And uh, that's sort of how I see it. So, so Kathleen, you said at your age, it doesn't really matter. Like, um, talk to me about at other ages, like what, what was that like for you to put yourself out there as a photographer and as an artist, um, you know, at different yeah. stages in your, you know, your the, growth? The, as first a, place, I, the first place I really did was the Old Lens Baby Forum. Huh. That's the first place I ever posted my work. Wow. Was there. I mean, there was no, back in the day, there was no Facebook. There was no Instagram. You guys had a forum. And, and I, you know, I, I pasted my, posted my work there and started to get some feedback um, and made some great friends who are still friends um, to this day. And uh, yeah, that's, that, that was the beginning for me. Um, and then, of course, I started teaching online. Um, and obviously, people thought I knew what I was doing because they hired me. <laughs> so that, that helps a bit. Um, yeah. So, but I, but I think... Um, you know, people always say with age comes wisdom. And I thought, but it's true. It's true. You figure a lot of things out and you, you do have the confidence to be yourself and believe in, in yourself and in your work and uh, the things you do and say no for what doesn't work for you and yes for what does. So that's, I think that's all part of it. So, so you talk about the old forum. I, re I remember there was there was quite the uh, disparaging uh, term for flower photography. Uh, do you remember that? Not for me. No, but but it was <laughs> but, yeah. it was probably not for your photos either. But but I remember you know I'm wondering if people calling you know putting flower photography in a category such as bots, uh, yeah. as in botanicals, um, was what was that like right. like for you? I, it didn't bother me because I, I enjoyed what I was doing. Yeah. So no, I, it really didn't, you know, and I, I, that didn't go away. I mean, a lot of people think flowers are, are cliche and, um, and I, you know, and I've had people say, oh, you shoot flowers and they didn't mean it in a really <laughs> nice way. Yeah. And my response to that now is, yeah, and I do it well. Yeah, you do. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's not the only thing I shoot. Um, I shot, uh, we had a, a bad windstorm here yesterday and I shot boats. I do shoot other things, but um, nobody wants to see those. <laughs> I just wanted some of my flowers. And that, that's okay. I, I accepted that a long time ago. Um, and I had no intention of being a flower photographer as a career. Mm -hmm. um, I always knew I wanted to teach and always have taught, um, you know, from elementary school to, to online classes and workshops. But um, no, I mean, it, uh, it, it is what it is. And I, I love flowers. I love photographing them in, if other people do wonderful, if they don't, it's okay too. So there's a lot of lens baby photographers that are shooting flowers uh, with regular lenses, with lens babies. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe a little more uh, affected by someone coming on to Lens Baby Unplugged or Addicts or Artistry or one of the many uh, great Lens Baby communities there are um, and saying something disparaging about their photo. What, what kind of feedback would you give to them if, if they're a little afraid of that? Hmm. You know, I, I don't think I can affect how someone else makes you feel. 
I don't think there's anything I, I can say in that other than to tell them to believe, believe in their own work and, and let it go. But I mean, it's hard. You can have 15 people tell you that something's wonderful and one person tells you it sucks. And it's the, that's the one you remember. That's the one that you take to heart. So I don't think that there's anything that I could say other than to just believe in yourself and, um, and concentrate on, on the people who do give you the, the positive feedback. But, yeah. and- um, you know, there's, Negative. I mean, getting that kind of feedback isn't, I mean, sometimes it's a learning experience because sometimes they're right, right. <laughs> you know, uh, as well. I've learned a lot as much from what didn't work as from, um, from what did. So, um, you know, you don't, you've got to take, but you've got to take everything with a grain of salt and not, not get too hard on yourself. I get notes now and then from students like, you know, I'm, I'm just not getting it. I just, I'm ready to give up. I'm going to sell my camera and I kind of have to pull them back down and, and give them some suggestions, you know, send me a couple of pictures and, and, and pull them back down. So I get it. It's, it's hard to have negative feedback. Yeah. And when, uh, and obviously you're a teacher, like you're, you're, you're teaching people to grow. And get better. And, and it sounds like that those negative experiences that we might have, I'm not a flower photographer, but every once in a while I'll go out and I'll, I'll try and channel Kathleen <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe do an okay job of it, but putting it out there um, for a, a community of, of photographers that, that aren't necessarily invited to give feedback is a mm-hmm. different thing than sitting down with a teacher and getting sure. uh, some constructive feedback. So you want people to grow as well if, if right. they feel that, that their images aren't getting the kind of response they want and that's important to them, then growing as a photographer, it sounds like that's, uh, that's a big part of your, your model. It is. It is my, you know, as a teacher, my goal is to take you where you are and move you forward. It doesn't matter if you're way back here or if you're right up here. Um, You know, there's a a lot of range, a lot of skill levels. And my job as a teacher is to move you along that path. Who was your teachers? Um, I have never had a photography teacher. Real, I mean, I took some online classes, but Mm -hmm. I've never had a flower photography teacher. Wow, it's just just the way I see. yeah. So you, you just went off as a pioneer to see what you see. And that's, yeah. that's pretty great. It, it, yeah. I, I sort of fell into it. <laughs> it wasn't a plan. You know, when i when I started shooting, I wasn't shooting only flowers. I was shooting landscapes. I started off shooting landscapes on my front lawn, but you know, the more things you try, you find your thing. And that's yeah. something that I tell my students, find your thing. Your thing might not be flowers. Um, one of my dear friends was a student as a dear friend, took my flowers class. And now she's an incredible street photographer. I mean, mm-hmm. amazing street photographer. But she tells me she still hears my voice in her head because what I teach is not just flowers. So, I mean, that's pretty wonderful. But, you know, everyone needs to find their thing. Yeah. And and uh, how would you describe that that model? She says what you're what you teach is not just flowers. What do you teach? She says, I teach you how to see. Hmm. And that's big. That's, you know, that's big. Um, and I've heard it from other students since then that they hear my voice in their head and that it, it, it is not only about flowers, that it's, it's for other things as well, because I, I teach you to slow down. I teach you to pay attention and I teach you to see. And, and I love that that came from um, you pushing through to find what you see, because we all have to do that to some extent to, to, to do that on our own. And, 
and not be influenced by uh, what other people are thinking. And that's probably probably has a lot to do with how you feel about your photography. It's like shrugging, going, no, I, you know, you, you might resonate with this or not, but this is something I love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and with flower photography, I mean, there's, there are a lot of different looks and I love to to see how little I can get away with having in focus with my lens babies, but still tell the story I want to tell. That's important. But for a lot of people, that's too much blur and that's okay. Um, you know, some people are going to be a lot more comfortable with a lot more detail. So, you know, along with the genre, you, you have to, to get, to try all the different sort of levels of blur and, and, and depth of field and see, you know, what works for you again, find your thing and, and don't be afraid to try shooting wide open. You know, what's that going to happen? I, I will say some days it's just a wide open kind of day. And I'll go out and shoot everything, everything wide open. Um, or I'm, you know, I'm just going to shoot at two eight for the morning and see what happens. Yeah. And it's always bliss. It, yeah. it takes away a lot of the pressure. Um, put one lens on f two point eight kind of a morning, and that's a wonderful thing. So don't be afraid to try that. You know, give yourself an assignment, or and or just you know, don't worry about other people thinking there's not enough in focus. See if you like it with only a small amount in focus. Yeah, I love that. I love. I love that, you know, the, the, the small fears can actually, you know, become biases in my experience. And it sounds like that's what you're saying is that just right off the bat, let's try it all, you know, let's try wide open. Let's try stopped all the way down. Let's, let's try close. Let's start, try far away, high and low. I know that as a, um, as a photographer, I learned just getting a different perspective, getting something in the foreground, getting down low, getting up high. Uh, oftentimes made images just um, be set apart from what the normal uh, right. perspective is going to be. Right. Push it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. What have you seen that besides, you know, opening it all the way up or choosing just one, one lens, which is, has made you grow or, or see things a little different? Um, gosh, I don't think I could pin that down to one thing. Yeah. Um, I think your life experiences allow you to grow in your vision and how you see the world. And so how you photograph it, how you capture it as well. There's just not, not one thing, um, but never being afraid. You know, I, I think also not being afraid to try new things like this whole frozen flower thing. I had, you know, no idea at the beginning. And, and I just, if I don't try new things at this point in my career, I'm going to get bored. You know, I've gotten, and thankfully you keep coming up with new lenses, which helps me um, to see things in, in new ways, but, but, you know, um, to challenge myself, to try something new, not to be afraid if it doesn't work, I'll, I'll try something else. But, um, you know, I think that works for me. So talk to me about a life experience for you that, that led you to photograph, to uh, photograph flowers. Um, gosh, um, it was finding out actually it has nothing to do with flowers. It was finding out about depth of field basically okay. in, in my first photography class. And when I found out I could control it, it was kind of mind blowing <laughs> for me because I, I, I can draw, I can paint. I have a good eye for composition, but I did not understand the technical. So finding out that I could control depth of field was um, wonderful. And then I, I started shooting macro and sort of evolved that in, into flowers because I, I think shallow depth of field macro is incredible. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so then that just kind of led me at night. I love color. 
So that sort of pulled me more into flowers than just nature in general for macro. And uh, it, it just changed my life. It's, it's great the little <laughs> threads along the way that, that lead to something yeah. greater. Um, as you know, I think about uh, not everybody is a flower photographer, um, but there's a lot of lens baby shooters who are. And people tend to have strong opinions about that. Um, yeah, I think about flowers and, you know, they are, I take them for granted, uh, likely because I'm not up in their face all the time, uh, <laughs> seeing what's going on like you are. Uh, what would you have to say to someone that, that hasn't explored flower photography that may not, may not necessarily know that there's challenges there or something to find? What, what have you found in your exploration and, and what might somebody who's never even tried that uh, find on their own? Right. Um, well, for me, flowers are about four things, line, shape, color, and texture. Okay. So think about those individual components and you might be attracted to just lines. You might want to just move in really close and just concentrate on a more abstract look with line. Um, you might be all about color and maybe you don't need a whole lot of definition. You're going to go with a, a more um, a blend of um, colored blur, something like that, you know, um, or you want to shoot deep in and bring out texture. You have to, you can think about the flowers in those different components, not just a flower as well. <laughs> Um, as that. And I think I'm attracted to them because I'm attracted to curved lines and color in my work. And flowers are full of that. People, not so much. Um, <laughs> people, you know, streets, not so much. Um, tall, straight buildings, no. Um, yeah. So, you know, and, and I think the other thing about flowers is, is they're so readily available as a subject. Yeah. I mean, I can't do street photography in Harpswell, Maine. <laughs> <laughs> we have one stoplight and it blinks, you know, I, I, um, but I can, you know, flowers you can find in the grocery store, Home Depot gardens, you can shoot wildflowers, you can, you know, um, weeds, there's, there's just, it's such a, a large um, availability of subject matter. You don't have to try and find people to pose for you. And I, I think that's why a lot of photographers, when they start out, end up shooting flowers a little bit because it's something to shoot as you hone your skills. You may not end up being a flower photographer, but it's a great subject to practice on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you find personality in flowers? Always. Yeah. Always. That's, that's one, one, well, that's one thing that I'm looking for is personality, personification, and interaction, um, something that makes the flower different. Hmm. Uh, you know, flowers that all look the same don't interest me at all. Yeah. I, I like the ones with the personality. Yeah. Uh, what, what's your, have, have you been surprised by that? Like, have you, have you seen something, a person, like, does it relate to life experience for you when you find that personality? Like, like it, I mean, this, this seems like it feeds your soul. And I'm just wondering... Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, all what kind time. of relationship you have with those flowers? Yeah. All, all the time. And I, I, that's one of the lessons in my flowers class is that I, I teach to look for that, to look for that relationship. Um, it, it can be just, you know, you can have like, just in thinking of some of my images, you know, all white daisies and there's a pink one, you know, then that's being yourself, standing out, being an individual, um, not worrying about what other people think. Um, you know, um, I love to shoot aged flowers, dying flowers, perfectly mm -hmm. imperfect flowers are the, my latest love, you know, um, the imperfection is what makes the perfection. Yeah. That's, 
that is just wonderful. So yeah, I mean, nobody's perfect. Nothing is perfect. Celebrate that, capture it. It's awesome. Well, you're a, you're a flower photojournalist to some extent I, and a portrait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the whole story of the flowers that I see in your images. And, and yeah. I am just blown away with what you're, you're Thank able you. to do. Um, you know, and I think similarly to me as a photojournalist embracing weddings because it had a story arc, a beginning, a middle and an end, right. um, the, the ability to come in and look at leading lines, to look at color, to look at um, the, the shapes and the composition with, and to be in control of of a lot of that, you're working with the subject matter that brings you a certain shape, a certain color, certain lines. Um, but there's there. I think you're right. You've you've uh, whether you've stumbled onto it or or it was inspiration. Um, you've you've uh, chosen a subject matter that allows for a ton of practice. And you talk about one of your. Um, your students moving on and, and applying what she learned to street photography. Have you seen that with, you know, is there other, other stories you can share of people that have, have learned what they needed to learn with, with flowers and, and uh, are off doing, you know, great work in other areas? Yeah. Yeah. There are some of my students are portrait photographers now. And what I teach is flowers as portraits, look for the personality. And I talk about all the characteristics that are the same between flower portraits and portraits of people. Um, Yeah. And they've taken that on Um, a lot of the lighting is the same, you know, you still want to um, um, put an emphasis on, um, on uh, strengths and hide things that aren't as strong. I mean, same thing, same thing with a flower, you know, you want to shoot for the, the most attractive point of view. You, you know, you want to celebrate the subject and it's the same way that you're photographing people or photographing flowers. So yeah, um, I do have several that are actually wonderful portrait photographers now. Well, and I could imagine that working with a flower, there isn't a sense of, is this person going to think I'm stupid for asking them to do something that uh, might not work or whatnot. I mean, that, that, that may be a way to overcome some fears before moving on to something that's a little more personal because you know, that flower is not going to yell at you or scowl at you or, you know, you know, get upset with you. And, and uh, there's a lot of forgiveness there. Right. Right. I mean, and you need, you need subjects to shoot. Um, You know, um, you're not going to get any better if your camera stays in the closet. So though you may not want to be a flower photographer, you know, experiment, try it, Um, you know, use that to hone your skills, hone your focus placement, hone your aperture, hone your lighting, your backgrounds, you know, you can learn all of that with a single one flower. You don't even, you don't need a bouquet, you know, just one flower, set it up, start paying attention to light, you know, pay attention to what has to be in focus, what point of view is going to be best. All of that you can get from flower photography. Yeah. Well, Kathleen, you, as, as I think about um, all the things you've done uh, as both a photographer and entrepreneur, as a parent, uh, like you've, you've, you've bitten off some pretty big things in your life and it seems like you're, you're pretty courageous and have, has there been uh, anticipation or a, a sense of anxiety or fear behind those things before you get going? 
um, because it's kind of hard to see right now because yeah. <laughs> you're at, at your age, maybe, or at, with your experience, you uh, you seem to have uh, conquered a lot of that. Right, right. Um, you know, my husband would find that funny to hear yeah. because he likes to live life on the edge. He likes to race cars and see how fast he can go. I've always told him I like to be so far away from the edge. I can't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, you know, and after 42 years that I, maybe that's what works, but, but he, um, so we sort of, he will sort of push me a little toward the edge and I pull him back away from it. Um, so I mean, yeah. Is there anxiety? Oh yeah. Oh, of course. Anytime I've done anything big. Yeah. I, I, I'm scared. And, um, um, I, I told you, um, before we started that I started my own school today. And I had something written all out from my mailing list and my finger just hovered over the button. There's that fear. There's, ah, if I push this button, it's going to be real. Yeah. Yeah. And I pushed the button this morning. So there's, there's still some fear, um, not in my work, but in more in the business aspect at this point. Um, I told you that one of the times we talked recently that the older I get, the better I see. Hmm. So that, that part isn't fear anymore. I truly believe that. And I'm hoping it doesn't change. <laughs> I'm hoping it continues. Um, but, but as far as some of the other things, decisions, um, yeah, there, there's always going to be, you know, some, well, and, and something you new, about- you know, anything new can, can cause fear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that pushing that f- finger hovering <laughs> over the mouse, uh, ready to push that button to send and the anxiety there that, that followed a lot of preparation. Like yeah. you had to set up your school, you had to, you know, figure out what you're teaching. You had to prepare all the course material or at least the outlines so that people yeah. know what they're getting into. And then that last little push for you was, right. was, oh, wow, it's, it's real is, is what I'm hearing. And yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. you're, you're, you're just like the rest of us. Oh yeah. Yeah. My stomach's been a mess for a week. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, I am, I am, I am. So I'm, you know, but but that channeled me into working really hard and trying to, you know, be sure that I had everything covered and uh, and have it just the way I wanted it. So it's it's still a work in progress, but yeah, the button was pushed. So. Well, and I imagine if if it was neither here nor there, that it probably wouldn't have been that important to you. Hmm. Right. Right. That, that the things that, that make us fearful are the things that we really care about and we should pay attention to. And you've talked about uh, seeing better, you know, and, and the older you get. And um, I imagine that that's educated by a lot of the things that, that have along the way, or has it? Have there been things along the way that puzzled you that went, you know, I seem to care about this, but I don't know why. And you've moved in that direction, um, whether it's uh, with parenthood or entrepreneurship or teaching. Um, do you have another example of something that uh, put a put a knot in your stomach and and uh, that, that might have have been a direction that was important to you? Um, well, bringing that first child home that first night. <laughs> Terror, terror. Yeah. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but, you know, um, uh, with experience comes confidence. By the time when the second one came home, third one, 
great, you know. So uh, um, life in general, you know, I think anytime you do something new, you're going to take a new step, um, move in a new direction. It's scary. It's scary. And if it wasn't, um, you know, when I did my first creative live, I was terrified. Um, and um, when I was talking about it to the woman who was my producer, and she said, you know, when I said I do it, and she said, what do you think? And I said, I am excited, but I am terrified. And she said, if you weren't, we'd worry. Interesting. Because that means that you're, you know, that it means a lot and that you're, you're going to put a lot into it. I think that if you thought, <laughs> then they wouldn't think you were serious either. So yeah, isn't that, that was interesting. Um, second one I did, I didn't, I had some fear, but not as much. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah, but you know, you get, you try something new, get that experience, and then you'll have a little nudge to try a little something else and then move along. Wow. Yeah. That's, that rings true. And that, that is uh, profound that, that if, if we're not nervous about something, then maybe it's not something that, that uh, we care that much about. Right. Yeah. Right. I think or that's, that true. that's true to who we are. Yeah. Well, I'm super glad that you have followed those threads in your life of the things that uh, that could cause some anxiety if they went wrong <laughs> um, or some fear that that they weren't going to go perfectly. But uh, but you raise your kids and you've started businesses and you've worked them hard for sometimes decades. And uh, it's it's pretty impressive. And. Uh, I appreciate you giving us a window into the things that Kathleen Clemens has some anxiety or has in the past about, because, um, you know, we, we haven't seen that, that path for you. (laughs) And uh, uh, it, 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 it's nice to be able to relate to that. I know I do. So thank you, Kathleen. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Is there anything else that you'd like to just, uh, share as we as we part ways this morning and I, and leave with our audience. I cannot think of anything else. I think we've had a, a good discussion. I always like chatting with you because I never know exactly where it's going to go and you know what we're going to talk about and what I'm going to say. So <laughs> it's always fun. Well, me too. I'm a I'm a verbal learner, so I enjoy the exploration mm. and and uh, I, I you've given me some things to think about. So. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kathleen, and you have a wonderful day. Thanks. You too. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Kathleen told us that the older she gets, the better she sees. Now, I'm going to claim that for myself, and that's it from here on out because I'm getting older, and I think you should do the same. You can see some of Kathleen's work on Instagram, at Kathleen Clemens, or at Kathleen Clemens Photography. Thanks for joining me for the Moving Through Fear podcast, where we explore what it means to move through fear to discover extraordinary creative freedom.